Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. This is episode 178, How to Downsize in Style, and the show notes for today can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 178. Downsizing with style. All right. Well, I like the idea of starting outdoors or when you go in, and when we're talking about downsizing, it seems like sometimes we end up, people end up going with smaller homes that maybe don't have all the grand style of their bigger home before. So I think it's nice to add some details as you, in the entry, it'd be, you know, uh, curbside as you look at the house, you know, kind of in front, like all the things that Yvonne talks about, your, you know, a beautiful mat, wreath, you're painting your door, pretty color, some pots of beautiful plants on your front porch. So I think that's a nice way to add some interest to perhaps a smaller house that doesn't have all the architectural detail that maybe your bigger house had before. Well, hey, you know what I have always thought to, and, you know, pretty much lived until this mm-hmm. last house mm-hmm. is um, I would rather have a smaller size house with absolutely beautiful materials and authentic um, stonework Mm -hmm. and woodwork Mm -hmm. and beautiful moldings that a big giant McMansion that I'm banging around with, with cruddy windows and, (laughs) you know, tiny molding. Like Mm -hmm. I would rather go small or smaller and have it really be top notch. And I think that's what you can do when you downsize and you know, if people think downsizing, mm-hmm. they think about empty nesters or something like that. But uh, so many people are downsizing nowadays, not only for financial reasons, but also for that feeling of coziness and just that feeling of waste when you have rooms that you never go into, you know, and like, what's the point of having a living room you go in twice a year? So I think um, uh, that downsizing isn't just for people at certain stages in your their lives now. I think it's for mm-hmm. everybody. I agree with you, Kelly. I also think it's um, fiscally wise as well. People want to spend their money on other things, not on the mortgage of their house. And we see that more and more these days. And how smart is that? Um, I think uh, downsizing gives you a chance to sort of start over again. And whether it's a new build or a new to you build, um, I think that, you know, you can look at your house and start dreaming again of uh, how you want to make it yours and how you want to put your own stamp on it. And um I don't think you should throw the baby out with the bathwater, like take everything in your house and uh, give it away or donate it or sell it at auction or whatever the choice your choices are and start over. You certainly want to bring a lot of the things you love from the house you have now into the house you're going to downsize into. Well, I on that, I would say it really depends on the person. I think sometimes people want to throw everything out and start over, but if that's not what you want to do, then I certainly wouldn't suggest it. I mean, I think you're right. If you want to keep uh, many of your things, then then please do. Well, so I, I think, think that yeah. you should make a list of the things that you love. I mean, because there's certainly things in my house that I love that I wouldn't want to be without in an, in another home because they they sort of, um, you know, they put a personal stamp on 
on my home. And it could be something as small as pictures uh, and um, uh, a special chair or antiques that have been in your family, um, all kinds of things. So just make a list of what you love and then look at your house and see, here's the great thing about downsizing. You can literally take those rooms Um, draw them out on a piece of paper to scale and draw your pieces of furniture out to scale and see what will fit where. And that's just one of the biggest tips. So you want to take those beautiful pieces and find places for them in your home. And you can be really creative. Like if you have a lovely dresser, you could make that into a bar if that's something, if you entertain a lot. That's a great idea. Yeah, no, repurposing, taking the vanities mm-hmm. and making them in, excuse me, like dressers and making them into bathroom vanities and things like that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it, I mean, it adds such a personal touch. And then you're able to use these items rather than giving them away or, you know, finding some storage unit somewhere to be stashing them away. Oh, this is don't really use a down. I was going to just really talk- a downsizing thing, but, you know, when we're going to be selling the farm when we retire mm-hmm. and then moving to the mountains, uh, probably have to keep a little place in Houston, but um, for part of the year. But, uh, you know, I'm seriously thinking, do I uh, take everything from the farm and bring it to the mountains or do I uh, just sell it? I may just sell mm-hmm. it and start over. That's mm-hmm. what, so I'm That's not certainly sure, an you know, option rather than moving it because it's a mm-hmm. long way. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I think we need to really think about is think about how you live now or think about how you want to live in that house. Like when I'm thinking about downsizing, obviously that would be from Stone Gable to, pro- you know, probably uh, a smaller home with a little more of a uh, pretty open, but a smaller home. And Pebble I'm- Gable. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I may just have to keep that. I mean, my <laughs> ideal would be to find a place in Lancaster County on the water. I don't know that there's much water, like a, like a pond or a lake or something. Um, and have something small, but I don't want to be a slave to my house. I want to oh, be out. Yes. I'm cheering. Yes. I want to be uh, outside more mm-hmm. and going more. So I think if I would have a new build, uh, if we could build something, I would probably want to build something with like, a screened in porch that has a fireplace in it Oh, nice! because yes. I want to spend more time. I mean, I spend a lot of time outside, but we don't have anything screened in in the summer. If we're in this area, we fight with mosquitoes and things like that. So think about how you want to live. Do you want to travel? If you want to travel, why on earth do you want to have you know, uh, a big home or do you entertain? Do you need a big space for entertaining or do you still have lots of family that come? So you may need a few extra guest rooms. Right. And I wanted to mention this too, and that is getting rid of furniture because if you are downsizing, obviously you're going to need fewer pieces of furniture, mm-hmm. but I think people tend to keep on a hold of too much. So they may say, okay, I need to get rid of a couple things. But I think in general, people don't get rid of enough furniture because it's so easy for a small room to feel over full it of is. furniture. You're- so I Great think point. I would, yeah, I think I would definitely err on getting rid of more than less. And if you have to keep a few pieces in the garage or in storage while you're deciding, because mm. I know it's hard for some of us to let go, not mentioning any names here. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, um, you know, just try, try it. Just don't bring it in just yet. Try it, uh, you know, in just leave a few pieces in the garage while you're thinking. Uh, because, you know, I think you're going to find that the room just does better with a whole lot less. You know, that's one of the things I have written down here. Edit your furniture. I think about... Um, Think Brutally, about your, <laughs> your new life is light and airy with lots of space for living, not necessarily filled with furniture and like laden down. Right. I mean, I think mm-hmm. you're going to need some empty spaces. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously you're going to have to get rid of furniture, but I think take a real hard look at it. Be a and little brutal. <laughs> and we're talking about furniture, but also you may not need 15 mixing bowls. You know, right? All or you may stuff. not need that waffle iron that you used when you had your five kids at home. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Do you, you know, I, I just actually, I have a waffle iron. I haven't used it in years. Now, I used to make breakfast for my family when they were school age. Well, they're all gone. Now, I'm going to have, I have grandbabies, you know, tiny well, grandbabies coming back. Well, I wouldn't get rid of it just back. yet because Kelly and I might want some waffles. Oh, you. there you go. <laughs> but... I just don't, we don't eat like that anymore. Right. Yeah. No, so much of it. And really have to think about if you are in um, a phase in your life, no matter how old you are or how old your kids are or whether you have kids or not, and you're thinking about downsizing or you're actively in uh, the pursuit of downsizing, whether it's looking for a new place or thinking about building a place, you know, this is not a situation where you're going to take everything you have and then stuff it into just a smaller piece of square footage. You know, this is an opportunity to really change things up and um, really have a a fresh start. And why would you want to start something new like that that is going to just be having all this other baggage from your other chapter or just right. dragging yes. it around with right. you and walking <laughs> around it and banging your foot into it and all of that. Um, Anita had mentioned, you know, just maybe just maybe just getting rid of it all. I'm going, oh, you know, that might feel really good. I have a client who's done that and she moved from her uh, family's home where she raised her kids and she was now in a beautiful apartment and she wanted a complete different look. She had a craftsman mm-hmm. house and everything was sort of craftsman and woody and dark and all of that. And then we did this whole sort of very light boho creams with pops of navies and turquoise. It was absolutely beautiful. And honestly, I mean, she was a little bit like I would hold on to one side of something and be like, okay, come on. And then she would pull it back a little and I'd pull it again. <laughs> I mean, a few times it was like mm-hmm. a literal pull and tug. I was like, we can mm-hmm. take, and then I, exactly what you said, Anita, I was like, we can put it in the storage unit for a little bit. <laughs> for a little and then while. if you think you want it, you can go down and get it. But she hasn't brought anything back. It looks absolutely stunning. She feels so great and refreshed. Did Every she- time I see her, she's like, like giving me a hug, high fiving. We did this. She's, I, she's like, I am unencumbered. She comes and goes. She goes out to dinner all the time. She has mm-hmm. people over on her little balcony. She says everything. She has just enough of everything and not too much of anything. I love, I love that. Think mm-hmm. about all that stuff that's inherited or somebody gave you that you don't really like. I think this is the time and a good excuse to get rid of mm-hmm. it if you don't want mm-hmm. it. I mean, you just can't. Oh have yeah, I mean, no, we talk about collection the, yeah. of Afghans, you know. So just oh, so let's one. talk about let's talk about getting yeah. rid of it. Don't throw it away. There's, you know, you can give it away, you can donate it, mm-hmm. but also sure. you can do things that's really popular in this area that when people are downsizing, they have an auction. 
Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can call an auction house and they will sell it because that's pretty big around here. And even like a higher end auction that if you have some really nice things and you can take the money that you've earned, I mean, you can sell it on eBay, you can sell it on, what is that, like next door or something like that. Um, and you can take all that money and maybe get yourself a couple of really nice pieces Yeah, for your new for your new space. Here's another idea. If you have limited space in your house, sometimes you don't really have room for doors to be swinging open. And I know uh, in the the mountains, we just replaced the washing machine and they're, the new ones are bigger than the old ones. Mm-hmm. So once I, rep- I, we replace the dryer, excuse me. So when we replace the washing machine, we'll no longer be able to open the door <laughs> to the laundry room. <laughs> so I'm going to probably just put a curtain in there mm. or, or I would love to do a sliding a pocket door. pocket door if you have but, the wall, but if you don't write, but, but mm-hmm. let's say you don't have room for a pocket door, you might be able to now in this space, we're obviously not going to be able to do the barn doors, but the hanging doors, I think are a great solution. Just mm-hmm. like pocket doors. If you don't have room for doors to swing in and out, that's really a great solution. That is a great solution. The it- other, yeah. The other thing that happens with those doors is that if you do them, you know, between rooms or even, uh, closing off portions of a room, Mm -hmm. you can actually, you know, either hide something that you might want to hide if you have guests coming over and just slide them like in interior French doors almost, but make them pockets or make them barn doors. And then you can open it all up and it'll feel like a bigger space. But when you need some privacy or you don't want somebody to see your desk or your kitchen (laughs) in a mess, you can just slide it close. So if you, if you're, you know, we're probably going to start to get into some particulars now in the as we're going along in the episode about how to actually effectuate a, you know, small house living. And I think that's one of the greatest ideas is to use these internal doors. Mm -hmm. I think another thing for smaller house downsized living, especially if this is a new build or if you have a new to you home and you're going to have some construction done on it, definitely think about storage. You know, yes. that you want enough storage because, you know, uh, you may be downsizing, but I think people still have a lot of stuff and make sure that you have great storage places. If you have a little bit of a lawn or a yard, make sure you have storage, enough storage in a garage. If you have a garage or if you don't, ha- especially if you don't have a basement, you need to come up with creative storage places, storage areas to put things. Another idea I have is if you, it's not, doesn't really add space, but it's visually pleasing. And that is if you have stained cabinets, they, um, I mean, there's certainly nothing wrong with stained cabinets, but I, my suggestion is if you have a small space that you paint them, because I feel like it works, the painted cabinets work better in a small space. Would Uh, you paint them to maybe um, coordinate with your wall color so they sort of blend together? Well, I mean, I think you could. I wouldn't necessarily, depending on what they look like, but I certainly would go with a neutral on Mm -hmm. the cabinets just so you're not locked into a color because it's such a hassle painting them or if you pay Mm -hmm. someone, it's so expensive. But the, you know, the thing that's really charming that I love if you want color in there is to paint the island uh, a different color. I love that too. I love that. Or a table, or if you have a table in your kitchen, you can paint it Mm -hmm. a color. Mm -hmm. I love adding some color in there, but in a non-permanent way. 
so you can change it out. Yeah. I mean, I think I would, I like your idea about not having stained cabinets. I would go even further. You may not want to even have upper cabinets if you can mm. get away with it <laughs> uh, because right. you might be able to either have some windows there or just the feeling of openness that you would get that, you know, the square footage is not going to be necessarily giving you. Um, so you can sort of create a feeling of more openness. And I, I think I would go with what Yvonne was suggesting there or intimating is that I would probably go with the the wall color or close there too for if you were going to have upper cabinets. It makes so them it just sort kind of, of disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I'd, one, I'd go close for sure. I yeah. love the idea of having um, no upper cabinets in a small space, but here's the caveat. Then I would make sure the space is big enough to hold an island and I would put um, dra- uh, drawers and cabinets in there that I could store things. Yeah. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I am recording from our mountain house this week. Uh, This is an open space, but the kitchen's really tiny and, you know, we'll redo it before we move in. But we've had the same issue. The kitchen is not big and I really wanted to rip out the upper cabinets, but to be honest, I'm going to be losing so much storage, I've decided to keep upper cabinets. However, I'll be taking out what's here and then going up to the ceiling with something. Oh, Uh, Because see, actually in the living area, it's cathedral ceiling, but the kitchen has, uh, I think it's nine or 10 foot ceiling. So I think it's nine foot. So we'll just take, rip that out. And and so that way I have a little, but I'm going to take off the cabinets on one wall. So I just Mm -hmm. have them on the back wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I love that idea. But I, I'm I'm really into if the smaller the space, I want more windows. Mm, yeah, there's I lots of windows here. So. Light mm-hmm. windows. And I think uh as I as I think ahead to a downsize, that that is like one of my number top five things. Just some beautiful big windows or big uh French doors, things that let in light and let in the scenery around me. Well, the, have you seen, they, they've called, they're called a wall of glass and they're actually, you can do accordion or sliding, but it's basically three, well, two, four or six panels of glass. That's what I want. Yeah. Mm. They're very expensive. Yes. <laughs> I, I am well yes. away. I was considering, um, mm-hmm. I was considering slash dead set on that for the barn here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, oh, we'll just open that whole thing up. And, you know, again, it was one of those situations where it was, I'm so glad I didn't decide to do that before we were living here because mm-hmm. there were two reasons. Not only would it have really damaged the the budget um, <laughs> and not left room for other important things mm-hmm. like food and you know, lights <laughs> and okay, stuff so like that. How expensive were these that you didn't choose? Is this something, a number you can share? With oh us? yeah. Like almost $125,000. <gasps> oh, oh, maybe I won't be getting Well, that. it depends on, it depends <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. mine had all every, you know, pretty much they all have to be custom, but my, the way this, the barn is. Everything had to be custom. There was not going to be anything, you know, off the shelf like that. And because it's a kind of a unique item anyway, I think 
you know, it's probably all custom. And then the accordion, oh the way they have to build mm-hmm. in the tracks. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, I would have had to have, you know, it all been. Who can afford you know, that? Fit that is for so it. expensive. But it's so fabulous. That like, would I, that would be the rebuild for our first floor master. Yeah. Master. But guess what I ended up Retirement. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's it, right? You can't retire now into a, uh, you yeah. can't downsize because you don't have any money. <laughs> you buy uh, a but house you have these or great you doors. buy the doors. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I really thought I, I, you know, and then what I realized, you know, what they were going to cost. And of course, I wanted them in the metal factory to match of the course, kitchen doors. Of course, uh, so that would be you know. So that was really the crazy part too. But um, I, I think the room wouldn't have functioned as well because you know it would have had that like, well, that California inside out feel and flowing. But if somebody was in there. And they were trying to watch a movie, which my girls do all the time, or dare I say, having a teen get together. Yeah. <laughs> They're like in a fishbowl, which would have probably been good. Been okay, but, yes. Been okay oh, with me with my binoculars. But, <laughs> but, see, we've got the view of the mountains, and so it's what yeah, that would be beautiful. I really want to. Oh, but there I need a mine is windows, so but... long. The barn is thirty-two mm. feet long. So oh, I mean, oh, you know, that biggest space. Yeah. So if you're talking about like six feet, I or would eight just feet, do two. It would just be four doors here. I would two I would, panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would look doors. into it. No, mine yeah. was a ridiculous number of panels. But okay. you asked about my particular situation. That was fun. But anyway, I have to tell it because I always want to tell you guys the deals I get. So anyway, <laughs> I didn't do that. But and then I I had the uh, the guy, the door guy come and we talked all about it and all the options. And he's like, you know, you've been a good client with the windows and stuff. I have this Marvin door and they ordered it in the wrong color and it's just sitting in the warehouse. How about I give it to you for cost, uh, and then you just pay to have it installed? Bam! And you said sold, oh, and I said I sold. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I got the whole shebang in for twenty five hundred dollars. Well, mm. we were thinking I wow. still want to do this in my house, but but by you know now it's sort of like, uh, am I am I going to get that out? out of the house when we sell it. I want double French doors in our family room with, um, you know, transoms in the top and all around. And that, that was about a $12,000 deal. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. doubt it. Well, no, 12000 oh, However, Those are two different numbers. Yeah. yeah very different. Yeah. But if you are thinking to downsize, you're not going to be buying square footage right. or other things that you might want to have, maybe not the $100,000 doors, but maybe you want to spend eight to $10,000 right. on that something that would your make wow. your whole right. house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's how I felt about the um, the kitchen doors. Like that was, uh, mm-hmm. those factory doors, I was going to get those. And if I had to, you know, not get new shoes for 10 years or <laughs> if I had to go get Forever. a paper route or something, <laughs> yeah. I was going to go. get those. Darn it. You had to and, be a dog walker. Yeah. yeah. I like dogs mm-hmm. now. Uh, that's but, why um, I said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, but they really have. So I, I totally, uh, you know, agree with myself from what I said in the mm-hmm. beginning that I think <laughs> if you, on the back. let me just underline how <laughs> there great you go. that tip was. Now, if you're mm-hmm. going small, even a better reason to use really fabulous materials and really do it right. Because when you're in a smaller space, everything is going to be a lot more noticeable and you're going to be interfacing you like that word interfacing mm-hmm. with your stuff a lot more. You know, That's you're going to be in each one of those rooms 
almost every single day for a significant period of time. It's not like the living room that you're like, hey, is it Christmas? Let's go in the living room. You know, so (laughs) you want each room Mm -hmm. and each area to really make you happy. And work hard for you. Yeah, yeah. work hard for you too. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. So mm-hmm. speaking of those no formal living rooms and stuff, you know, if you're thinking about purchasing a smaller house and a lot of more traditional older homes are going to have the separate living room and the separate dining room and all of that, um, or you may be in a situation where you have the opportunity to build your own home or reconfigure, I would suggest that you really think about long and hard, like, do you need that extra formal room? And if you don't, and it's there, well, what can you make it into that would be a functioning room or a multi-purpose room? Or can you knock down that wall and make two rooms into one? And put these great French doors in that we're chatting about. (laughs) Yes. I have something that's... Are you you done? Well, if you had like... Just make it a single comfortable family yes. area, mm-hmm. you know, if you can do that. And maybe you can make it into sections then where there there is an area for the TV watching. And then maybe you have another conversational area down on the other side or something like that. You can definitely, uh, I, I think today the way people live, most people don't need a formal living room. Mm, I agree with you. And yeah, I have just one. one. <laughs> yeah, I think just one living room, uh-huh. uh, and living area is nice. I'm going to just, this is extremely practical. If you are downsizing and you are, it, it's going to be a new build, think about having things handicap accessible. Now, especially, you know, if you're, if you're, downsizing and retiring. But even if you're not, I think it gives value to your home. Uh, when we had our house built, we had all of our doors uh, widened so they could be wheelchair accessible. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I never thought about that. No, or I didn't either. Our builder just said, let's make these all wheelchair accessible. And I said, fine. And guess what? <laughs> With my foot... I right. had to be in a wheelchair for a while. Right. So I could get smart. through all my doors. And, you know, I just think there's a lot of things like, or, you know, make sure you your have Your builder was very smart. I still remember mm-hmm. the idea that you have a plug on your mantle. Yes, he was very smart about things. Yeah, um, mine also, asked me if I wanted one too. I, you know, I don't <laughs> all, put stuff on my mantle, so I didn't need it. But. Also a first floor bedroom and a first floor bathroom. Those yep, are really important that. things well, to think about. Well, and that's what we did. In case my mother ever had to come live with us. And Mm -hmm. we also, you know, because I had done a bunch of research uh, before we built, and that is something that I chose to do is to go with the wider doors for exactly the same reason of what you're saying, Yvonne, in case, you know, my mother was ever in a wheelchair and she was living with us. And that's why we have a full bath downstairs. Although, you know, it's really, we just use it as a powder room. But that's, yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. And let me tell you, it's great because every piece of furniture we've ever had, and we've had some big pieces, they can go through all of our doors. Oh, right. That, yeah, that's, no, that's practical. A good that's a reason enough to do it. I can't tell me, Thomas, I've held my breath to see whether something's going to come out. Yes, we know the story of how your how your one um, piece in the kitchen fit just yeah, like just, the top. Mm-hmm. Well, just right so, after mm-hmm. a little tweak. <laughs> Another thing that we can do, you know, uh, the other thing I was I've been looking at are these. Uh, uh, bunk beds because we were thinking about those for the mountains. I didn't end up using them because I couldn't find any that I really liked. But uh, just a, I've been looking lately, and oh my goodness, have you seen those bunk beds on Restoration Hardware? No, 
they do have, have restoration some of, hardware. Well, I know, but the, and, and we're not getting paid by them. They're not our sponsor, <laughs> but go check them out. We'll have a link. But, but if you're listening, all right. Yeah. If you're listening, I'm available. Yeah. But the, uh, they have some of the most beautiful bunk beds I've ever seen. Whoa. In a Gustavian finish. They have some that are Gustavian or French or kind of more. When you have rustic. small Swedish children coming to visit. <laughs> they're really some. I, now I wish I had gotten some because they're so beautiful. Now it's not cheap, but they're really just huh, the best I'm looking. I'm going to have to look. I'm serious. You know, you're going to like them. There's uh, so many. And there's one that looks like a little tree house. Oh, for oh. heaven's sake. Okay. So speaking of one other thing I wanted to mention is, you know, no matter where you live in the country, um, at some point during the year, you're going to want to go outside. You know, I know some people, unfortunately, can't go outside or don't want to be outside when it's, you know, inclement weather. But if you have a smaller space and you have a little patio, you know, make the patio, make the backyard some place that it's a destination for you, that you have comfortable furnishings out there, even if you have to take the pillows in, you mm-hmm. know, during the winter time or something like that. Or, and perhaps a, a little shed, or if you're a gardener, a little tiny greenhouse, just like another place that you can go that, uh, you know, you're getting out of your main house. And so it, it will make your whole, um, property feel like it's living a lot larger. You know, just like when you create a garden space, even if it's a small space, when you create the illusion of separate rooms by using arches or even just the fact that you have a bistro table far on the side and then you have Mm -hmm. a little potting table over here, when it feels like there are other destinations to visit, it ends up feeling like there's more space than there actually is. Oh, I love that idea of adding an outdoor living space. And I think that's really one of the Yeah, best and it doesn't ideas. even have to, I mean, a mm-hmm. living space would be so great. And like what Yvonne was saying earlier with the screened and port and all that, I think that's fabulous. And people could end up using that 12 months out of the year. But even if it's just a little table and two chairs out, you know, where maybe sometimes you go take your coffee or you take your computer or something, it's just feeling like you're going to a different place, even if you're just living in, in you know, a, 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 you're now downsized or smaller <laughs> Uh, proper square footage. Throw a little pea gravel down and put your bistro. Bam! Yeah, you're in France. (laughs) Yeah, we we. So, well, and we were talking about getting rid of things. I think that uh, you really the the best tip is get rid of stuff if you're downsizing because you probably you're right. Call me first. Probably have. What? Oh, or yeah. call, call, call her first. first. I, mean, I have some room in the orphanage. <laughs> I mean, the reality is you probably have more cooking pans than you need, more blankets, more sheets. I, you know, you just, they're just things that you accumulate over time. So, I mean, the first tip I would suggest is just to get rid of all those extra things. But once you have downsized to just what you're going to need for your home, what I would suggest is using baskets to uh, organize things because you probably don't have as much storage furniture or as much room to store things in your home. So I would suggest baskets under your sofa, perhaps. If you have leggy sofas, you could put, you know, some baskets under there. You can put baskets on top of armoires, on top of chests. Uh, and that's just some nice ways to store things. Or if you have a side table, rather than getting a table that is just a table, get Get something maybe that has some storage underneath it that's got some drawers or, you know, some way to store some other things in there. So I think you want some dual purpose furniture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so and, got- and Anita, as you were talking about get rid of things, I would say edit your things and 
um, find homes for your things well in advance. Don't wait to the last minute because you will make, you will not make good choices and you'll probably be very sorry. You either got rid of something or didn't get rid of something. Oh, and then it's there with you. I did that. You know, when Mm -hmm. I moved here, how many years? 15 years ago, 12, 12 years. Something like that. I don't know. You mean 14 years the, ago. From the East from, Coast to the from West Coast. New York. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to come to California. And so I was <laughs> taking, you know, if I could have pulled my house up out of the ground, I would have dragged it with me. I brought everything. And that's so not like me. I am such a purger. And I like to keep, you know, moving things in. I think comes in, but I like to move things back out too. I brought rolls of wrapping paper. I didn't even like the paper. I just bought <laughs> rolls. Well, you'd like, already bought it. Long yeah. rolls They're of East Coast rolls. Used, right? But it was it was more that I didn't want to mm-hmm. let go. Like I realized mm-hmm. later on as I was going through. So after you know six months or eight months went by, and I was like, hey, I, the sun's out all the time. Well, I, I love it here. <laughs> I'm saying, why do I have all this wrapping paper? You know, and it's all crinkly mm-hmm. now. But I realized, like, I just instead of taking the time then because I was not in the right mental. Right. Place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just was like, I'm checking it all with me because I'm coming back and I'm going to bring it all back with me. <laughs> so if you're in a situation where you're going to downsize, um, you know, it, it maybe even you're like not even 100% sure that you want to downsize, but you got to downsize or you, you, your spouse or significant other wants to downsize, you know, take the time, like Yvonne is saying, and really analyze what you've got. You can always buy more wrapping paper. There's my tip. Right. And, and do you really look at this stuff and say, is this worth paying a mm-hmm. mover to move to That's my new very house? Good. I think yeah. Peter might have said that. Yeah. There's probably <laughs> some junk I was like, uh, yes. Words yeah. to things. You have no idea what they're to. Yeah. Uh, things mm-hmm. where it's kind of broken. The, the, all the, the, the closet with all the broken stuff, just move, Purge. you know, put it to the curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I hadn't brought all my half-made crafts here from my other house. Oh, now, now my. Now it feel guilty. I'm not as crafty anymore just because I don't have as much time, you know, and mm-hmm. the kids aren't so little. And I had so many crafty things that were also sort of Girl Scout related that I wasn't ever going to make for my house. And I, I've been now been going through these on the weekends being like, oh, more green felt. Great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How much green felt does someone need? Um, let me tell you, guys, and a lot of you or some of you may have seen this um, person's home before. Lynn and JR are um, a couple, and Lynn is a listener to us, and I'm sure JR gets us, you know, too. He's probably overhearing us. I'm not sure if he's listening, but Lynn is a listener of Decorating Tips and Tricks and a reader of our blogs. And s- several months ago, she had emailed us and let us know that they were downsizing from their sizable family home to 900 square feet and wanted to share that with us and send some photos. Well, I was so blown away by the style and the functionality that this woman and man packed into 900 square feet that I did a blog post on them. And so I will put the link to that blog post in the show notes and you can see they're absolutely it's adorable. beautiful cottage mm-hmm. with comfort style, beauty, and as they say, freedom, freedom from house maintenance, mm-hmm. freedom from big bills, all that kind of stuff. And Lynn and JR also run a business called L&J Goods, and I'll put a link to their shop. Um, they have all kinds of beautiful furniture, and they paint furniture, and they have wonderful finds. 
she has Lynn has quite an eye. So you're going to really enjoy it. And as we were getting ready for this episode, she had just sent me an update because I said, please keep me posted as you complete rooms. And they just did their guest room. And let me tell you, I'm going to go there <laughs> because I want to sleep in that room. It's so fabulous. So um, I hope everybody takes a moment to pop over and take a look because you are going to be blown away as to what can happen in 900 square feet. And the befores and afters are phenomenal. So do do take an opportunity and head over and we'll put the link in the show notes. So, whoa, we've been talking, talking, and talking, and talking, and we downsized in uh, square footage and mm-hmm. and up the style quotient quite a lot today. And we also talked for 37 minutes and 40 seconds. So it's time to tell <laughs> you, remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.